process podcast episode 523 we're in the midst of a snowstorm right now mm-hmm. big blizzard cats on the desk again buddy please i need an hour that's it just don't how's uh how's your monday been zach watson uh not the greatest i uh, didn't go to work today because i was a little sick Ooh, i feel not no bueno yeah and then yeah, I'm just looking at the weather right now, and it's probably it's lots of be. snow for a while for t- until I'm saying weather advisory until 8:25 a.m. tomorrow. But I don't know how really don't know how true that's going to be. But I'm not a, super excited for that. No, I wouldn't be. It looks like Toronto's I mean, getting even more snow. So. Oh really? More than more than we're getting here. Yeah, apparently. So. That's not good. <coughs> so we'll see how tomorrow goes in the morning and yeah i mean you gotta drive it's, it's an hour probably door to door for you isn't it um yeah in the morning it's probably more like 45 50 minutes okay not bad on the way home it's but, probably yeah about an hour yeah which that's that's pretty good consider considering the time that you leave like right at three thirty, or even just the uh, after. yeah it's not bad it's better now yeah, after all sure. the construction's been finished, so that's true. That is true. God bless the people who work on the four hundred one. It only took them however many years it has <laughs> yeah. to get something done. Yeah, and numerous government changes, but that's neither here nor there. Um, what have you been up to in the last in the last week or so since we uh, since we sat down to do a little podcast? Um, not made not any so progress much. on your concept art g- dreams uh just i've been accumulating some more um like references and stuff like that oh yeah um, and found some found some more references i can use for practicing some sketches and stuff nice um found a cool behance project with some nice mm. it was an auto project but had some nice interior sketches mm. um for like like a like a more futuristic Formula One seat interior kind of interesting kind of project, um, and so that's kind of giving me some ideas and uh, gave me some references to sketch off as well. Um, so I want to do some like interior design or design for the interior of or the vehicles of my idea, you know, because I don't want it to be like just pure, like we we're talking about the other week bridging concept design and like industrial design like product design manufacturability stuff um where it's not just like oh here's a concept piece of concept art of like the exterior of the vehicle but i can do sketches of you know what the inside looks like and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um because because the way i pictured these vehicles i pictured it like a it's just like a further evolution of a formula one car Something in the same seating position where you're like really kind of laying down almost with a st- with a steering wheel still and like pedals. Yeah. So that makes sense. So yeah, I've just been accumulating some more reference stuff. Um nice. Just working working through yeah. it and thinking about it and 
seeing seeing what you can do with it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just been I've got that with like my strange I've got a strange creatures Pinterest board mm. and then like many sub boards within that for like merch, logos, photography inspiration, um, the bones project, a whole bunch of that. <clears throat> and there's like I think eleven hundred or twelve hundred posts Damn. in the entire board collectively that I've like accumulated over the last year. And I might have acted on like a handful of them for like an illustration or the shirt or um, like the, the big Kangasaur graphic that I had drawn up that I have to revisit now that I remind myself of it. Um, so even if it's like five out of a thousand, it's like a really low percentage. But I think especially with inspiration type stuff like that, you've got to go through many different uh, phases of collecting it and find a great deal of stuff to be able to sift through and identify like what is really good and what sticks mm -hmm. and just hopefully not get lost in the sauce, so to speak, of the process of, or I guess in the mindset of collecting all that stuff. Yeah. That's what like, I said this before, I still wish there was like a, I don't know, a better way to organize it. I want to like all my albums I have in my um, photos, like I have one for team time trial where I've just dumped in like, like every bit of graphic design that I see online that I really like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really, best case scenario, I'd love to have like each image printed out and like put it on a wall. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that would, be, that would be, nice. of, that would be ideal. Yeah, but it's a lot of printing which is annoying. But um mm -hmm. Yeah. I need like yeah, that's the thing cuz otherwise I feel like if I just scroll through we just get you just get lost in the sauce. It's too much. Yeah. Ads start popping up. I guess not on your phone, but like on Pinterest, on Pinterest there's ads which is really annoying. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Um yeah, I think I think it's just like I love I love going through I'll spend like a couple minutes here and there and like just scroll through Pinterest. Um and I I think people have there's very there's varying opinions on Pinterest, but I think those opinions will um like the validity no one's opinion matters at the end of the day, but um how the how the other person's opinion matters to you as the consumer depends on the context in which you use it you know there's people in school who would go on pinterest and save a design and basically just replicate it mm -hmm. in their sketches and put it on a wall and you can pretty clearly see like oh i saw that on pinterest last night here it is in my board and it looks exactly the same that's less than ideal and i think that's using a site like pinterest at a, uh, for convenience and to like for a quick fix but conversely in the way that i use it and perhaps you use um like the pictures folder on your phone or mm -hmm. your laptop it's just gathering a great deal of of images to kind of visually stimulate you and when you see the thing that really really clicks it really clicks mm -hmm. um for me like the 
to going back to the strange bones thing from last week, one of my goals for 2023 was produce a series of artwork and I wasn't quite sure what it was. And I had like the, the thematic inspiration of the interest in various types of like illustration styles and everything. But the thing that sparked the, the concept of that as a series of work was scrolling through Pinterest, trying to find stuff for the strange creatures board. And there was a, it wasn't even a drawing. It was, but it was a skeleton of, I don't, I don't remember if it was something from Avatar or like another science fiction movie, but it was a skeleton of something. Oh no, I remember what it was. And it was totally, it's, it's very weird. So it showed a picture of an elephant skull and it was like, it was a meme basically. Mm. And it said the skull of the, of the animal, how aliens would recreate it. And it shows some like super whack thing. And then what it actually looks like, which is an elephant. They did the same thing with a pug skull because mm. pug skulls are just whack. And I thought that is really cool because looking at the skeleton, I don't exactly know what the final thing is going to be, but that could be something I could figure out. And then I thought, oh, I could do that and have it be this thing. And it just spiraled from there. But that that's kind of the, the, the basic sense of it. Mm. I was also reading a Michael Creighton book at the time and Michael Creighton wrote Jurassic Park. Mm. So dinosaurs and I wonder, um, dino bones, it all fits. Could you throw like an image of a skull into uh, Mid Journey and be like, and prompt it to like create an animal based off of the skull? Oh, probably. In the picture, maybe, or something like that. I'd have to figure out. Like, I don't quite understand how the how using an already generated image, yeah, like an image that exists already. I don't know how to do that with Mid Journey yet. Yeah, but I, I feel like it's not. Like you YouTube that and learn that in that. Yeah, it's probably not too hard. But like, I wonder if you yeah. could do that, and then like. And then can you throw images into chat? Is it GPT or whatever? Chat GPT? No, that's just no. text. Because it'd be that's cool if you text. could like, if you had a mid-journey image like of this wild looking animal that was based off of a, an existing skull picture and then give it to chat GPT and be like, write a you know name and write a story about like this picture about of like this, this animal or something. We'll get, cool. we'll get there eventually. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. There's gonna there's gonna be stuff where you give a software an image and it writes something for you, as opposed to writing something and it giving you an image, or writing something and it writes something back at mm-hmm. you. You give it an image and then it generates something. Yeah, and I think that that will probably get to the sense of like of when we look at photographs and photography and say uh, like something that resonates with us or something that makes us feel nostalgic, like the whole liminal space thing. Mm -hmm. You show a photograph of a liminal space and it's probably going to come back and write you a text, like a paragraph description of something that makes you feel nostalgic, sad, melancholy, uh, wanting to go back to this place. Like you've, like you've seen it before deja vu, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But it's uh I don't know. I've been on a I've been on a bit of a I've been slacking this month in terms of like sketching and stuff because with the move it's been really busy. 
I think I've probably drawn like five days out of the whole month, mm. which is less than ideal. Um, but life happens. Um, but um, this is one of the things I wanted to bring up. I think it it does it does relate to the second point, um, which is about a YouTube video. But the first one was indulging <coughs> workaholic tendencies, mm-hmm. but not doing it every day. So Saturday, I had to go, or Friday night after Humber, I drove back to um, Aurora because I had a car service appointment. It's the first thing Saturday morning. And I said, okay, I'll drive home, spend the day there Saturday, and just do my thing after take the uh i bring my laptop with me to the car thing because it's typically like an hour or 90 minutes bring my laptop there i'll do my thing there i'll come home and i'll just do i'm gonna do my my thing my day i don't have i have zero other responsibilities and so our car service went fine came home went down to the basement put sweats on sat with my laptop and put youtube on the tv and stayed there from 9 a.m. when I got back until 5 p.m. at dinner time, came up, had dinner, and went back down there until 9 30. Mm. And the entire day just worked and did my did the stuff that I wanted to do. And it was all just chilling on my laptop, Illustrator, InDesign, Photoshop. Um, but I felt like I hadn't indulged my workaholic tendencies in such a long time. Cause typically it's just eight to four, nine to five type of a thing mm-hmm. with Earthscape or whatever the hour range is. But I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed it. felt like I was back in school mm-hmm. prepping stuff for a school project, working all day on a Saturday. And I woke up on Sunday and I was like, I, I don't even want to do anything. I feel like I've, I've gotten it all done and it was great. I made a lot of progress on what I was working on. It was a good time. Um, but I feel like I need those days more often than they yeah. happen. I feel like I've had two this year, like two or three this year. And part of the challenge is also being in a relationship. You can't just be selfish and lock yourself in a room mm. and do your own thing. You've got to be there for the other people. And having a cat can distract you from that as well, or any any pet for that matter, because it, it demands attention. Mm-hmm. Um so it's learning how to do that with an appropriate sense of balance, but still allow you, like I felt so satisfied going to bed that night, knowing I did all that <coughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's not just superficial, like box ticking. It was stuff that needed to get done, stuff that's on a a loose deadline, but still the sooner it's done, the better. Can't do that every day. Can't do that every week, but once twice a month feels appropriate feels nice i felt more recharged by doing that than if i had relaxed all day mm. which is strange to someone who probably sounds strange to someone who does not recharge that way but that's how it felt and i think it's i think it's okay to indulge workaholic tendencies from time and again i don't think oh, there's yeah. anything wrong with that no i think like I don't know, that's where I'm like, I feel like it's the setting of being at home a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But I I, I, I want to be back into that mode a lot more. Yeah. You know, it was like, 
it was like whatever episode when I when we were talking about like the, the Virgil Abloh book I got. Oh yeah. Yeah. And just after Christmas or New Year's, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and it was like, you know, there's there's parts in the book where they'll have like an image of him like working on something in the studio and then there's a little like time stamp and it's like, you know, eleven fifty five PM on a fucking Tuesday, whatever, February the whatever. Um, and like a little like diary entry almost being like, you know, talking about something he was working on or, you know, the meaning of whatever, some design he was thinking of or whatever he was thinking at the time. And as pussy back in the, the school days where it's like late night in the shop, like you're still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I want to be like that more because it's one of those things like I know there's like work life balance, but like even like you can chill and still be thinking about. Oh yeah. Like design stuff. 100%. That's always like the fun part, you know. I'm always thinking about stuff like that. Um but I want to be in that more. Hmm. Cuz I know what you mean, like yeah. it's Yeah, there's times where especially for me at least, like I like gaming or I like watching a movie or just just doing nothing, absolutely. Hmm. But I know what you mean when there's I've had a good day of working on something. Mm-hmm. You feel even more recharged cuz you feel like you've relaxed but then also got stuff done yeah and not one or the other um just a nice it's a nice bonus right it like is. it's a nice it is i really um i was gonna do some like something like that today i'm like well i'm home i'm sick might as well do it but then i was like <laughs> i got really i had some food when i woke up and then had some more medicine and then i was like feeling sleepy and then just passed yeah, out for the whole day to bed. <laughs> and i was like well you know to be fair i kind of need it i want to get better fast anyway so i'm not not stuck at home but yeah that's that's which is probably you know that's different yeah that's different that's a bit different i think it was it was it was worth doing that instead of maybe looking at a screen all day anyways so yeah if it was Um, a snow day and you were forcibly kept at home because of because you couldn't travel that's different yeah like possibly tomorrow again possibly tomorrow (laughs) there's a day yet last week 12 hours yeah day last week it was wednesday yeah. i think it was or thursday thursday yeah thursday did you go in thursday no no yeah. no because it's over it is on um the wednesday night and that's, that's when right. it started getting really bad and when i left to go home wednesday night it was like one of the worst driving experiences i've ever had in my life it was one of the really? sketchiest drives it was really bad mm. to the point where i got when i got home my street was like just like a two foot deep of like snow and ice and uh i had to like floor it into my street so i wouldn't get stuck and just floored it and basically handbrake handbrake drifted it onto the driveway and wherever the car stopped that's where i parked it i was like because i like i can't get going again it was that much snow i opened the door and the snow was like above the bottom of the door on the driveway and i put my foot out with my boots on went right through and then, you know, as you go up to my house, there's like a few steps and there was no steps. It was just like a ramp. And I was like, oh, God, that's insane. So I didn't go in, but we'll see how it is tomorrow. I mean, yeah, if that's how it turns out to be tomorrow, then. Yeah, then there you go. Then I, then I can uh, possibly do that. I've been wanting uh, to do a day like that, but with uh, model stuff. Yeah, just so, a full day. Yeah. Nothing else. 
coffee, tea, whatever, you've got it there, and you're just doing that one thing. Yeah, because I want to finish my um, my Blackbird model. It's almost there. I'm doing little things here and there on it, but it's it's almost done. Nice. And I want to get out of the way and work on one of the tank models I've had been working on for a while. Because so I've been re-energized on one of the ideas. There's a World War Two German tank model I was building. Started building a while ago, and I, I, you know, every model I want to like put a story to it, because mm-hmm. it allows you to, you know, add more charm and life to God, it. You Adam know, savage himself. Yeah, and it helps guide you too on like how you're gonna paint it and build it, whatever. And uh, originally, I had the one idea in mind, and then the other night, actually, I think it was, I think it was a toilet thought. <laughs> nice um those are good <laughs> and uh i was looking and i'm like you see a lot of models of like u.s and english tanks around that time period mm-hmm. and they just the crews just cram so much shit on the tanks like extra yeah. bags and extra sandbags whatever they found they just threw it on the tank strapped it down you know and took it with them um whether it was to add extra armor it was a bit more protected or if it was extra bags and supplies they wanted or needed or extra ammunition or, you know, all that shit. Um, and I was going to do that book on my German tank model, but then I was like, you know, I was trying to look if there's any real photos, historical photos and references of Germans doing that. And then what I, from what I found is they didn't do that being Germans, being Germans, they were like, whatever that wasn't necessary, they didn't keep it. Um, and even things that would come in the tank in boxes, they would take the thing out of the boxes and throw the boxes away. You know, boxes just extra weight. Yeah, just it's just you know, extra stuff. Very German thing, I guess. Um, but I was like, well, I found a cool Reddit post actually, and some guy was asking, he's like, oh, I'm building. It was actually the same tank that I'm working on, mm-hmm. and the, and he's like, I've been building this, and I want to do like you know a lot of stowage and extra shit on it, and then the, the image he used to be like i want to do something like this was the image of the resin stowage kit from aliexpress the one i ordered <laughs> it was that exact oh, image shit. and he was like i want to do it like this and because that's what i was going to do it like and um ask base asking the same question i did and then someone had a really cool answer and they were saying how like you know they make models and they like doing pushing it and adding on lots of cool stuff because it adds more story adds much charm looks cooler it's more fun um but his dad is like a super tank nerd and he often like you know says oh that's not how it would actually be kind of thing but the guy was like you know that's not as fun so you just do what you want right like yeah um and then the guy referenced he's like if you're looking for something that along those lines check out this and it was from the battlefield 5 a game which i played but I, I didn't play the campaign Apparently, there's a mission in the campaign called The Last Tiger, and you play like a German tank crew in this oh. Tiger 1, the same tank that I was building. Um, and so I found concept art of that vehicle from the game, and it's exactly what I envisioned. It was like, nice. you know, it's it was nicknamed The Last Tiger. You know, it's not, it's not real, but it's based on realism, but mm-hmm. that tank never existed, and they did, you know... 
it looks like you know it's very damaged it's very rusty they've thrown extra yeah. bags on it they've got camo netting on it and bushes and all that shit which again the germans didn't they put bushes on it and stuff on their tanks but they didn't really do camo netting or pile on lots of bags and whatnot um so i'm like oh shit i'm gonna do it like that yeah so i want to work on that because i want to i i glued some like bags on from like another kit i had but now that i know i'm not going to go that route i want to see if i can cut them off or take them off somehow mm. yeah um but yeah so i'm kind of want to have a day working on that that'd be fun yeah i i think it's necessary and not just like from a production point of view where like you've got you've got to make the stuff that you say you're going to to make mm-hmm to satisfy a deadline or get your money's worth like buying a model's great but if you never put it together it's just, it's just a box with plastic in it right yeah but has some pretty darn cool art on the front but That's again true. at the end of the day it's just a box unless you make it um and like i've got a bunch of canvases in the storage locker right now that i toned like a year ago but i'm not doing it anymore and i've got pages in the sketchbook that are still empty but i'm not doing it doing anything with it i've got files on the computer that i can do stuff with but i'm not doing anything with them folder hasn't been opened in however long and that's largely because life just gets in the way there's this comes up you got to make dinner got to drive drive to work Mm -hmm. go visit people do this do that life will get life does get in the way um and I heard a quote a while back, and I believe it's, I think it's called Parkinson's Law, that a task will take up the amount of time that you allow it to, in a way, where unless you tell yourself, I've got like two hours to get this done, um, trying to think of how I can easily explain this. Say you've got to get something, it's 12 o'clock, you got to get something done by the time you leave work at 3.30. Mm-hmm. It realistically should only take you an hour to do, but you know you have the extra three and a half, like you know you have three and a half hours. And so it will take three and a half hours. It's going to take three and a half hours. Right. And I've started to do this at work, and I've, I haven't done it yet this week, but... Um, Typically, like, I'll write down the meetings that I've got, how long they are, and then the creative tasks i got to do. Like, if I've got to model something or produce sketches or put, a, put, like, a concept deck together. And typically, left to my own devices, I can make each one of those three things last eight hours and use up a full day for each. But at the end of the day, that's not super productive. And so uh, maybe four weeks ago, I started writing down, like, two hours, three hours, four hours next to each respective <clears throat> task. Cause I had a rough, I have a rough sense on how long something like that should take. And you know what I found? If I said task a is going to take two and a half hours to do, it probably took like two 15, two 20. And it was done. Hmm. Like, huh? Interesting. Friday. I knew I was going home on Saturday. I still have not checked the 3D printer. 
but I'll do that. I'm going home Thursday again. Mm. So I'll check that. There's no rush anyway, so. Um, and I believe it's okay. Mm. Um, Friday, before I went home, I told myself, I'm going to give myself all day Saturday. I know the car appointment will be like 90 minutes-ish, so let's say from 10 to 5. I'm going to give myself at least seven hours. But seven hours was like the threshold. And it's pretty easy to fill up seven hours with stuff because you find, oh, I'll fine tweak this, fine tweak that. But I gave myself seven hours, but then also gave myself permission to go over that and say, I'm just going to indulge myself and be selfish and sit on the couch and drink like every hour, just have another coffee because I feel like I don't need food because I'm just in such a zone. Mm. But like for me, I can't have those times only be whenever I go back to visit my parents because then I'm just going home every weekend or every yeah. weekend. Yeah. And I'm not seeing them. I'm just going home to get myself away to give myself like to work in a different space. Um, but I think from a, like from a production standpoint, it's, it's important to give yourself, give yourself the time and the space because to do the thing, it's a day, call it eight hours. At the end of the day, like a day is a day. It's not the end of the world. I don't think for me, I don't think other people may have differing opinions depending on where they're at in their life and work and stuff. But like a day a week to do your thing, your stuff, your creative, uh, creative actions, so to speak, I think could go a huge long way. Mm. Um, but the challenge is, is you got to fit that around the rest of whatever life throws at you, which there's a lot, right? Especially now. Um, and it's, it's probably not the only hobby that anyone has either, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's making models, that's one out of many hobbies that you have. So it's finding like, it's, it's, it's tricky to find that balance. It's important. Um, but I think the fact that it is tricky is what makes it a, a valuable thing to learn. Cause you're like, I loved it. I had a great time just literally sitting on the couch doing work and not even excite, like not inherently exciting stuff. I was doing stuff for Spartech to I'll make a key shot image and put it in place it, write, write a bit of text. I'm not, I didn't spend eight or nine hours drawing a Kangasaur skeleton, you know, hopefully one day in the next couple of weeks, I will give myself that time and that space to do so. But I think that's a challenge that I still have yet to overcome, but of finding the way to indulge it. Because I think if I, if, the, if it's not like that, the workaholic tendency, if that's not uh, indulged or acknowledged every now and then, for me, I just get antsy and I feel like I can't do anything. Even though I am on a day-to-day -day basis with work, I'm still doing something. It's once it gets in my head, there and until I can sit down and work through it for eight hours it's not going to leave mm. which again is a good thing it's it's a double-edged sword the process. Uh -huh.